much of a threat will bring your own mobile device policies have on corporate security during the 2011 holiday shopping season as employees make decisions to shop with the same mobile devices they use to access corporate email accounts and files? The answers may surprise you. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. I'm here today with Ken Vanderwall, International President of ISACA, who shares insights from results of ISACA's annual 2011 consumer shopping on the job survey. Ken, this is the fourth year ISACA has conducted its global online consumer shopping survey. What stood out about the results this year from years past? First of all, Tracy, thank you for allowing me to share some of my thoughts and insights regarding the survey. And, and in terms of what stood out, we actually examined a, a new angle this year, and it's somewhat what, uh, what you referred to. It's called Bring Your Own Device. And as is usually the case with technology, it has become an acronym of BYOD. And what we're really referring to is where employees' personal devices are used for work and often connected to the corporate network. So the study, which consisted of actually two different parts, a survey of over 4,700 ISACA members and a consumer survey of more than 1,200 U.S. employees, found that BYOD is rapidly increasing. And, and actually, not surprising, this is especially true with our younger workforce. Uh, for example, two-thirds of employees between the ages of 18 and 34 say they have a personal device that they also use for work. And so how does the workplace BYOD survey, how do these results compare to trends that you've been seeing in the industry overall when it comes to bring your own device? You know, it, it, they've, they are really very much in line with what we are seeing in industry and what I've seen in industry. Um, our ISACA members, because of their roles, report being increasingly challenged by the BOYD trend. As more and more employees want to use their own devices to fulfill what are really their personal and their business needs. And what are the key takeaways from this survey, in your opinion, Ken? Yeah, great, great question. Um, I, I think one of the key takeaways is that the lines between corporate devices, corporate-owned devices, and personal devices are blurring. So now what becomes very important is, is to have policies and security awareness training, and that's to ensure that the right controls are in place, and really to protect both corporate information as well as personal information. Um, currently, there's a, a large number of IT professionals that would still say the risk of BYOD outweighs the benefits. Well, you know, BYOD is not going to go away, and so I think it's very important that we try to turn that around so that, in fact, we can state that the value will outweigh or does outweigh the risk. Now, in the U.S., as well as abroad, online consumer shopping this holiday season, of course, is expected to remain about the same level or increase. I don't think that we'll see a decrease in online shopping. But what security concerns does this mobile channel pose for employers, especially when it comes to this mix of corporate-issued and um, personal mobile devices that consumers will be using as they, as they shop this year? Yeah, I think there, there are actually a fair number of them. Um, 
a recent Deloitte study is probably uh, we'll, we'll start with there. The study, their study showed that 87% of executives felt at risk from a cyber attack that would originate from a mobile security lapse. So that obviously is a big concern for enterprises. Uh, our survey found uh, that the use of mobile shopping apps will triple this year. So a, a clear related concern to that is how secure are those mobile apps that are being accessed? And, and then another concern relates to what we were what we've been discussing: the increased use of BYOD devices. Our survey indicates that employees will spend. There's a couple of numbers here, so we'll kind of sort through them. An average of 32 hours, if they do online shopping, 32 hours shopping online. And of those, 11 hours are going to be spent using BYOD devices. In other words, devices that are used for work and personal purposes. And most of these devices are, needless to say, tablets and smartphones. Uh, and what, do you, what does that mean? Well, mobile phones are more easily stolen or lost, right? Or may connect to sites using less secure networks. They are also less likely to have the same level of protection as a desktop computer that's owned by the company. However, you know, I, I, that's really not to say that consumers should avoid mobile devices. Rather, enterprises should be using the resources like ISACA's secure mobile devices white paper to help ensure security measures are in place. And there's lots of other guidelines as well as to what they can do to obtain the level of security that's needed. Now, I noted earlier that this survey looks at domestic results as well as international results. And so I wanted to do some comparisons here among the global markets. Um, how do the results collected from these other global markets, such as Western Europe and Asia Pacific, where the use of corporate-issued or mixed-use mobile devices for online shopping are concerned, what were some of the results that you saw there relative to the domestic results? Yeah, let, let me let me maybe just uh, share two of them with you, I guess. Um, you know, what we found is that a larger percentage of, of our IT professionals in Australia and New Zealand actually believe that the risk and benefits of BYOD are equally balanced. It was actually the only region that did not generally say that the risk outweighed the benefits. Now, interestingly, you mentioned Europe as well, and in Europe we find that organizations are less likely to allow their employees to use personal mobile devices for work purposes. So two kind of interesting contrasts there. Yeah, definitely. And I wanted to also ask about some of the specific security risks. What risks do these so-called BYOD programs pose? As I indicated earlier, you generally will have more stringent security controls in place over company-owned devices versus the, the BYOD devices. So without these protections, your personal mobile devices are much riskier to the organization, to the enterprise as they may be more susceptible to things like hacking, malware, talked about loss, and, and theft. And, 
you know, the other problem is, unless it's stated in the policies, enterprises may not have much control over the data that gets stored on these devices, especially, obviously, the, the corporate data. Now, talking about policy, your survey actually shows that workplace BYOD policies are either infrequent or there is low employee awareness about the policies within their organizations. What can employers do to fill some of those gaps? You know, it really all begins with a policy. Um, the, the BYOD and what is allowed and what is not allowed should be clearly addressed in the enterprise's security policy. And the way it's uh, the way technology is changing, that policy should be updated on at least an annual basis. And then once you have the policy, the communication, obviously, of that policy becomes key. Policies are really only effective when employees are familiar with them and understand the importance of complying with them. And I think the, the survey of our 1,200 consumers really supported the need for an understanding of what the policies are and what they need to be doing. And what specific measures can, can businesses and organizations take to enhance employee awareness within their companies? I would suggest it all starts really with fostering some sort of a culture of security awareness. It's been, a, it's been true for uh, forever, I guess I would say, and that people are the weakest link in a security chain. But having said that, they can also be a significant asset to good security. So embedding security awareness into the regular communications, into training, and performance evaluation will clearly help foster that security culture that is so critical. So, Ken, I wanted to ask for some final thoughts, but before doing that, could you tell us if there are any global variations or varying security concerns that exist in certain global markets, and maybe perhaps if you see certain campaigns taking place as far as employee awareness that aren't taking place across the globe? We had a pretty good representation from our global regions, if you will, more than 4,700 ISACA members from six different regions. So we were able to determine some trends. And, and overall, the results are similar with, with some differences. We discussed one, and that was where Oceania was the only region where actually a larger percentage of respondents believe that the risk and benefits of BYOD are appropriately balanced versus all the other areas where more respondents said that the risk outweighed the benefits. And despite that, every region, probably except Europe, generally allows personal devices to be used for work purposes. European respondents were more likely to say that their enterprises limit or prohibit BYOD devices. One other variation in responses to note is that respondents in Europe North America and Oceania said that their enterprises allow employees to use company assets and time, and this is interesting, to for personal purposes to promote work-life balance, while those in Asia, Latin America, and Africa say that their enterprises generally restrict employees from using IT assets due to the security concerns. So somewhat of a 50-50 split there amongst our six regions. Yeah, that is interesting. And what about some of the final thoughts or just general takeaways from the survey that you'd like to leave our audience with, Ken? Yeah. There, you know, what, one of the things I think that we found was that there is still a fairly large gap between what IT departments are doing 
and what employees may realize. And this kind of came out more so from our consumer survey because with our ISACA member survey, they're probably closer to what IT is doing. But So the task really at hand is to minimize that gap and with the intent that we can then promote good security, embrace it, and educate employees on the risk and how to provide the appropriate level of security. So it's a combination of, of technology as well as the policies and communication that we talked about earlier. Full survey, it is available on our website, www.isaka.org, and then they can click on the survey tile that's on that home page. Great. I appreciate that, Ken. And I want to thank you again for your time today. Oh, my pleasure. Thank you very much. Again, we've just heard from Ken Vanderwall of ISACA. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.